We are very excited about today's show, but before we begin, we've got Jesse Ledoux with our product feature of the week. Jesse, tell us what you got for us. Steven, it feels like every week right now we are changing the game, and this week we are giving away free pairs of tippy tops. Stop the madness. How how can contestants get free pairs of tippy tops? So I think everyone that's competed in a pageant is familiar with the People's Choice competition. I think that's pretty widely known where someone can vote for their favorite contestant and they either win an award or they get shuttled into the top 10 or top five, et cetera. So it has really great perks. So what we are doing is with our new contestant profile feature and pageant history features, we are able to facilitate those People's Choice Award contests right on our site. Wow. Okay. Are you and, with me so far? Yep, I'm with you. So okay. uh, directors can run their People's Choice Award. So no longer are directors restricted to running People's Choice Award um, for like two or three days during the actual pageant. They can now run it um, through our website in addition exactly. to. Exactly. Okay. Yep, exactly. And, you know, People's Choice with any kind of a voting site is like – it's not the easiest thing to, to manage. You probably have to pay a third party anyway, but we have the, we have it all down. So it's a really quick, simple step for a director. And the way it's working, we're seeing with the pageants that have already done it, is they are bringing in additional revenue of on average of like $1,000. And we've seen some pretty highly successful pageants above that. But the way it's like working is you can get up to a thousand, like around $1,000, but also you could either use it as revenue or a charity do- donation to give back to your contestant that wins, whatever you want to do with it. But regardless, the way you win the tippy tops is email or tell your director to email page, P-A-I-G-E, at thepageantplanet.com and have them mention your name so you get credit. And then once they go ahead and they sign up to be a People's Choice contest on Pageant Planet, you'll get those free tippy tops. Oh, that's so easy. Okay, so the girls are just, uh, they'll just give their Skype or their um, email or their Instagram name to their director and then say, okay, just contact Paige. Here's a um, the People's Choice. You can run your People's Choice Award through Pageant Planet. I mean, the last two organizations that did it, one raised over twenty four thousand. Oh the other, my gosh! The other, which was like Princess of America, so like the real small, like little girls. Um, and they have like a senior, junior division, a few other divisions, but they raised like fifty six hundred. Like, and you're talking like a week that they did it. So, I mean, if oh. your pageant's eight days away, or even three days or four days away, <sighs> like you can still. Get it. And, you know, you can always use another pair of tippy tops. And there's like three different versions too, right? Yes, there are. And Paige also will answer any questions your director has. So you might not have the answers when they ask the follow-up. But you can say, just email Paige, again, P-A-I-G-E at thepageantplanet.com. Have your director mention your name and she'll take it from there. So cool. Thanks, Jesse. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Today, Jesse and myself, we're going to discuss six pageant beauty hacks. So, Jesse, set the stage for us. So, I am all about a hack, Stephen, whether it's like furniture hack, home decor hack, whatever it is, a hack essentially makes your life easier. It's a little simple step that goes a long way. So we reached out to our social media community. We asked some of our followers for their favorites. And today we are going to bless our listeners with that knowledge. Hacks are so fun, aren't they? You just feel like a little ninja or something, regardless of what it is. Like, Oh, I want a hack. So, um, 
All right. These are six pageant beauty hacks, uh, hacks specific to both pageantry and, you guessed it, beauty. Um, we went to our Instagram and we got our users' um, opinions of like what theirs are and we're going to be giving them some shout outs. So who's our first kind of user and what's our first um, pageant hack, pageant beauty hack? So the first one is from Mayax Johnson. So thank you, Mayax. Um, Mayax Johnson, I think that's your first name, maybe. Um, but anyway, so Mayax Johnson says, always carry Vaseline during a pageant. If you're wearing a lip gloss, you can put some on your teeth to avoid your lips from sticking. And you can always use it in your hair to hide split ends and flyaways. And if you're wearing heels and feel a blister coming, you can put a small amount on your foot to prevent it from getting worse. So ton of fixes for that one simple hack of packing Vaseline. Vaseline's like duct tape. Now, is that a thing where I mean, girls' teeth, like lips get stuck to their teeth? I don't know if that's ever happened to me. Yeah, well, it's like more of like a curling effect. So there's two things that happen. One, like your lips can curl up when your mouth gets dry and you want your lips to be really full and luscious. The other thing is I, I hosted a pageant last weekend and so many girls came up when, during the one-on-one interview when I'm like two feet away from them. And so many had lipstick on their teeth. And that's really where I see the value of Vaseline. Um, because like if you have Vaseline, your lipstick is not sticking to your teeth. Oh, okay. So that's what happens. You put lipstick on. And if you don't have Vaseline, there is – but not all lipstick sticks to your teeth, does it? Well, you know, um, there are certain kinds that have like that long wear power, uh-huh. but yeah, I mean, so if you are putting lipstick on in a pinch and you want it to look great, like there are a couple different things you can do. You can like put like press down, like put your lips on a piece of paper that takes off the excess. You can put your finger in your mouth, slide it out and the excess around like the inside ring. That's really where the lipstick sticks on your teeth. It's when like, when you smile, if you smile right now, your lips curl up a little bit. And if you have lipstick on, imagine that that sticks to your teeth. Mm. So it's just a matter of how your mouth anatomy works. So it, it does happen pretty frequently. Oh, I've got such a good beauty hack for a gummy smile. Oh, tell us. Should I, should I do it now? Yeah, do it now. Well, I learned this through Renata. For those of you listening that don't know, Renata is the name of my wife. And Renata and I, we own a medical spa. And so medical spas are where you go to get Botox and you get fillers and all that. Well, Renata used to have a very gummy smile, mm-hmm. meaning when she smiled, it showed the, the gum line on her top lip. And what she did is she actually went to the dentist and got it shaved, which is a painful what? process. Yeah, I mean, you can get your gum line shaved up. Um, so it's a painful process and it takes a long healing time. Um, Renata's best friend from childhood um, had a gummy smile too and one of the treatments that you can do is you inject botox right into the upper lip and what it does is it relaxes the muscles so when you smile that upper upper lip doesn't curl up and with like Ooh. five i think it was like five units of botox so with renata's prices it was it's 13 dollars a unit times five whatever that is um it's about 65 bucks right it completely fixed her gummy smile I mean, it is like night and day difference and just, and it's just five units there and it's probably like a 15 minute process and then it's done. And then over the course of two weeks, the muscle relaxes. So if you have a gummy smile that you're insecure about and you know, there's a medical spa near you, look at getting some Botox on there. That's interesting because there's no, like my teeth, I have very, not like long teeth because that sounds 
creepy. <laughs> but my, my gums are already pretty high in my mouth. So I don't think I could get away with shaving my gums. Right. But that sounds interesting. I've never heard of that yeah. before. Yeah. So she, <laughs> she got that done. And yeah. And it even addition to that, she put a little Botox on there too. So wow. yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So okay. that's that. Okay. All right. Back, back to the back. Vaseline. <laughs> okay. So, okay. I'll say like this hack in general just cracks me up because like, I feel like it's the oldest in the book. Like after butt glue, it's like the most commonly discussed hack. Um, but you know, it sticks around because it's tried and true. Um, and like, like our user said, it has so many different purposes. So, um, you would need it like in a pinch. So I don't think like, as far as like the hair and the flyaways, you're not going to want to use this as regular product. This is like, you get that tiny little like jar and put it in your makeup bag and use it only for touch-ups. If you overuse it because it's waxy, it can one way down your hair and two create like a really oily look. Um, and then with your teeth, like only use like a tiny bit because um, the way it will reflect since it's yellow based, it can have a yellowing effect and you don't want that. So the moral of the story with Vaseline here is just like a little bit goes a long way. Got it. Okay. Well, what's beauty hack number two? So beauty hack number two is from Julia McVeigh Stone. McVeigh Stone. Julia McVeigh Stone. We're going to go with that. So Julia says, I am the MacGyver of pageants. I love this. I consider myself one as well. Everyone know. Everyone knows I'm completely stocked emergency kit on hand. I always have a needle threaded with every color of thread for every outfit I'm wearing in a pageant. For instance, if my gown is red and my swimsuit is blue, I would have a needle with red thread and a needle with blue. And then if like we were literally heading on stage, if class broke, she was able to like grab that pre-threaded needle and sew, sew it right up before you hit the stage. Love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I could imagine if your zipper like pops behind stage and you're attempting to thread a needle while your nerves are going crazy, that's just a, a very slim likelihood that that's going to happen. No way. Like when you're in that rushed phase, Steven, like you're already stressed. You're trying to make sure you're backstage and your hands are probably shaking from all of the adrenaline in your body. And then you got to dig through your bag to find the color thread. You got to cut it. It's just going to be a nightmare. I'm going to tell you right now. So I never thought about pre-threading these needles, but I think it is like super smart. Yeah. And what, and what Julia does is she pre-threads the needles based on her wardrobe. So if she has a red dress, a blue swimsuit, then she's going to have one with red and one with blue pre-threaded. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, here's a question. I mean, where do you even go to learn how to sew? I don't feel like that's really taught in the home anymore. How did you learn or do you even know? I can I can thread a needle and I can do some – I like cross-stitch. My mom and I would cross-stitch here, which is super lame. Um, <laughs> but I can't really sew clothing. But like I could – if my hem came undone, I could do a couple like stitches. They wouldn't be pretty, but I could do it. So I mean I dare I say I'm sure YouTube has tutorials. I mean I think I you can learn think, anything yeah. from YouTube. I would think – we probably need to do a comprehensive t- tutorial on how to do that and piece everything together for like, our audience. Yeah, this hack, you're not, for this hack, you're not going to be altering garments or anything. This is just like, if, so I see all the time girls' zippers bust backstage, like when they're trying to zip them up, like their gown fits perfectly and it's just like, it's stuck on a bead or something and mm-hmm. it busts. At that situation, you will, like, you'd, I think one girl in every pageant at least is sewn into her dress. <laughs> so, like, you can probably get away with sewing someone into their dress without making it super obvious if you have the right color thread. 
Got it. Okay. So what do you need? Like what it does? Like you want to go through all that with it or do you feel like you've covered it all? No, we can touch a little bit about it. So again, this is a hack for like a last minute stitch or two. And it really helps you from being overwhelmed in the moment. And it makes you rely on others less. Like backstage, I get it. Like you, if you want to ask, oh my gosh, I forgot this. We want to be great friends. And it's easy to say, hey, can I, I have this dress. Can you put two stitches? Here's the needle and thread. Just do two quick stitches for me. It's not, oh my gosh, can you go in my bag? Can you get the sewing kit? Can you pull this color thread? I mean, you then become a little bit of a diva. So it just makes it easier for other people to help if you get yourself into a jam. Yeah, and with the thing about mindset too, if you're all frantic and then let's say you're sprinting out for an onstage question, it takes a moment to calm down and to get your nerves under control. So that one little thing can really throw you off. So love that tip from, from Julia. All right, our next hack is from you'd never guess underscore who. So that's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, um, that is. That, yeah. You'd never guess underscore who. And they say, if you do your own hair, wait for the curls to cool down before you mess with them. The warmer they are, the easier they will fall. And this is very true and very scientific. I don't have all the science answers, but we'll talk through it regardless. Okay. Now, so you have the hot rollers in. You yep. pull it out. Your hair's hot. Don't mess with it then. Wait for your hair to somewhat cool down and then start to style it. Exactly. So I don't know if, I don't know if you blow dry your hair, Steven, but no. um, I'm sure you've seen Renata's hair dryer. Mm-hmm. Most hair dryers have a cool button and you're supposed to use that cool shot at the end of your styling. And I had to look into this and we'll talk about the science, but like it'll set your hairstyle and this general rule of thumb, it works the same way. And the more you touch your hair in general, the frizzier it'll be and the more quickly it will lose shape. So, is there a certain time frame? Because I, I know like if I was a girl with long hair and I'd be like, okay, like, are we talking more like five minutes? How do I know when it's cool enough to start messing with? Well, it depends on your hair and the size of your curls. Because if you do um, a smaller shaft of hair, that'll curl more quickly because more air will circulate through it. If it's a larger chunk, it may take longer. Uh, if you've had your hair in a curler for 40 minutes versus 20 minutes. So there's a lot of variables there. But I would say rule of thumb, just touch it and see um and see if it's colder cold or not cool okay and like for the the cool shot on your dryer when you flip it over to there to to cool it down is it kind of the same ordeal or you know just kind of go over at the same length of time that you went over to get it hot no i don't think you need to wait that long i think it's just a matter of allowing it to set so what i like to do is when i'm getting ready in the morning the first thing i do is i curl my hair and then what I have, I have those silver duckbill clips that you can get. They're really skinny. Yep. They don't have texture on them. They just kind of hold something in place. Mm-hmm. So if I'm using a curling iron that day instead of hot rollers, I'll curl my hair. I will rewrap that curl all the way up to my scalp. And then I'll use that duckbill clip to hold it in place. I, then I do my makeup and I get dressed. And the last thing I do is I take out those curls because then they've been set with the curling iron. They've sat in that rolled position while it cools. So it's now like double setting and then you take it down and then you can mess with it. Nice. All yes. right. I like that one. That's great. Okay. It is great. And you know, it's so the science behind it is um, like when you use that cool shot on your, on your 
blow dryer. It's like sealing in your hair cuticle, which I never knew. Cause like, I guess heat opens up your hair follicles in your cuticles. And then what the cold air does is it locks everything in, which like makes sure that it sustains hold and shine, etc. So that that's the sense. science behind it. Oh, that, and that makes total sense. Cause I mean, if you're boiling water, it opens up in the mist and if you're freezing it, then it all collapses. So yeah, the, the logic makes sense. And I will say the other style that's really hot right now is Beachy Waves. So like it's kind of a takedown version of pageant curls. So you still get the bend in your hair, still very effortless. And the same applies here. So if you're doing curls and you're going to brush them out completely, you still do want to wait for them to cool down before you do that. Otherwise, it'll just kind of look flat. Got it. Okay. What's beauty hack number four? Okay. I am obsessed with this hack now. I have been researching it for days since I saw it. Um, but this is from L Taylor Batson. And I asked Taylor on social, I was like, um, do you know the science behind this? And she didn't, she just knows it works, which made me laugh even more. And I was like, okay, I'm going to look into this. So L Taylor Batson said, I always tape my middle toe and second to last toe together when I know I'm going to be wearing heels for a long period of time, literally works like a charm. Okay. So you're wearing heels, you tape the, the two toes, middle toe, and then the one closest to your pinky toe together. What's the science behind it? What'd you discover? So what I found is there is a nerve that splits those two toes. And when you're wearing heels, the angle and the pressure puts a strain on that nerve. Mm. So when you keep those two toes closer together, the nerve doesn't have to split. So like the pressure on that split nerve isn't so dramatic. And so I was like, as I'm looking through, I found this girl on BuzzFeed and she did a review of like four different shoe hacks and she did a control one. She was like, I'm going to wear the same pair of shoes for every hack. I'm going to see how long in the day I can comfortably wear these shoes. So it was pretty like, I mean, pretty smart way to do it. And by far, this hack worked the best. Wow. Okay. Now, she was able to wear her shoes for like seven hours. Jeez. That's awesome. Okay. Now with, um, with this, do you use just body tape? You can use something as simple as scotch tape, which I know everyone yeah. has in their house probably. Okay. Um, I would suggest for pageants, you use like a, a more satin finish scotch tape instead of like the matte finish craft tape. Or you could use, if you can find a medical tape that matches your skin tone, those would be my two suggestions. And I would cut those strips of tape in half so they're less visible. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, because, um, and then you would probably put it on the higher part of your your toe, right? Just in case you're, you have an open-toed shoe, right? You would I would say show. for it to have like the max effect, I would do it right around the knuckle of, do toes have knuckles? Is that what you'd call uh, it? Joint, maybe? I, think I don't joint. know. That's. Oh, it's weird to think about. <laughs> I would say um, joint. Joint. Right. Well, it's not, it's not the joint, though. The joint is where the, the toe starts, isn't it? No, the joint's where it bends, like in your finger. Like if you're bending your finger, that would be like, I mean, that would be your knuckle, too. One of the oh knuckles up top. The knuckles up top, the, the joint is like midway down. I. It's been a long time since I've been into a science class, obviously. But regardless. <laughs> we're um, so we're in the pageant business, not science. Don't, don't exactly. hold us to it. Exactly. <laughs> no judgment. No judgment. Yes. So the, the joint, if you will, then wrap it right around like the mid toe and that way it keeps it together better. Um, if you absolutely have to, I mean, try, try and trial and error this hack because maybe it does work better for you when it's more toward the base. Maybe it does work better when it's more at the joint. So yeah. try it out, see what you think. 
and I'm dying to hear about your results. Ah, I like that. Thank you, Taylor. I, Taylor Batson. All right, what's uh, beauty hack number five? So this is my hack because I can't help myself from sharing my knowledge. <laughs> okay. And again, like you know, I always take my personal experience into account for these podcasts. So I did this last week. So when you get a spray tan, um, see, have you ever had a spray tan? Yes, when I was training for the when I did the fitness competition. And funny right. story, I was getting my spray tan, and you're basically there in like a sock, you know, for guys. Oh my and, goodness, overshare. Yeah, and it was the girl who was she. And she happened to be a pageant girl. She's like, oh, my God, are you Steven Roddy? I'm like, yep. Oh, Out of all. <laughs> But it was like right before I was getting ready to go on stage, right? Or like the night before. And, yeah, she happened to be a pageant girl. And it was in like West Virginia. So it's just one that of those things. hilarious. You never know. I've never heard that story of yours. <laughs> I hope but- I never do again. But regardless. <laughs> anyway, okay. So they probably told you, like, don't use any abrasives. Don't like, don't mess with your skin essentially. So like when you get a spray tan, you don't want to shave really after the fact. You don't want to, like you always want to be really moisturized, etc. So like I am a loofah user. Some people use washcloths when they're bathing, whatever it is, you're likely using something that naturally will scrub your skin. So I usually say like use a totally free from like exfoliant bubbles or whatever, um, body wash and just suds it up in your hand and just use your hand to scrub the important parts. Um, if you do anything with abrasives, it will remove that top layer of your skin. If you shave, etc. So those will remove the pigment. Wow. Okay. Yep. I got that. And then when, um, so you're just washing off with your hands and do you put special emphasis or you try to do like lighter or just try not to wash at all? Maybe like your shins because that's showing do you just try to avoid that altogether? And then like, what's your routine like when you come out to actually dry? Well, okay, here's what I'll say. And we just came off the no judgment train. So let's stay on that train. <laughs> so if you're in competition, like this is going to sound really gross, but at no point in your pageant are the judges really going to smell you. And like, if you can limit your showers and your scrubbing and like, that is actually a great thing for your skin and your hair when it comes to like spray tan. But if you're just getting a spray tan for like vanity or an appearance, like you're going to need to smell reasonable um, in public. People will be near you and they will probably judge you. So like I would just say do like the crevices, mm-hmm. let's say that. Yep. Um, and then like maybe just like one last swoop over the rest of your body and then rinse it. And when you get out of the shower, just pat dry with a towel. Don't Don't rub dry. Don't like – Put it to, like, don't do the porky pig. Yeah. I well, and, and I know fitness competitions are different than, than pageantry, but I, I didn't shower at all. Like after I got my, my spray tan, mm-hmm. I mean, I literally, I went to bed in the clothes that I wore from the, the spray tan session. So I didn't have to like remove them and then potentially like strip off even more of it. And I just laid on my bed, like, you know, mummy, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's how I went to sleep, and then I woke up, I competed, and then I showered after the, the competition. But I, I know it's a bit of a different genre there, but that's, that's what I, how I rolled. It's not too far off, though, i got to be honest. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities, a lot of similarities, which is why, like, you know, even fitness comp- competitors are creating profiles and all that in our site now, because it's even branching out over there for mm-hmm. how it's um, developed, but... 
Okay, cool. I like that. All right. Um, wash in the crevices. Got it. And then when you get out, <laughs> like pat yourself dry. Don't exactly. rub. Don't rub because then that'll uh, be abrasive and take off your spray tan. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's beauty hack number six? The last so one. This, the last one. Yes. This comes from m on Instagram. And Brittany says, Sally Hansen airbrush legs, exclamation point. She really likes it, apparently. Works best for interview outfits since most girls choose, choose knee-length dresses or suits. And even if you have a dress with a slit, this product fixes everything. I'm one of those girls that played outside a lot as a kid and have tons of scars on my legs from bug bites or scrapes or cuts. And the airbrush legs product makes you look like you have pantyhose on and hides any imperfections. It works great as a last-minute spray tan, too. Interesting. Okay, so uh, have you ever used this? Because I got, you know, I got I question. You know, I have. Okay. I have used it, and I, I agree. I think it's a great product to have in your arsenal, and it's only like 12 bucks. And, Stephen, like, you know we really don't – like, we focus on a lot of the, the products we have in our store. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're giving, like, this nugget of knowledge says a lot about the product. It is tried and true – and it will definitely work. Now, so is it like a spray tan, but just not? Or does it just make your legs look smoother? And what's I the don't difference? Know. Yeah, I don't know if I would use it necessarily as a spray tan. Um, but it does. what it does, Stephen, is it's, it blurs imperfections. So it doesn't necessarily change your color because you want to get one that's as close as possible to your color. And it's an aerosol can. So I think the directions on the can say to spray directly on your legs and then rub it in. Um, but I, I disagree. I put it right in my hand and then I apply it there. I'm in more, more in control of where it goes and how it looks and even dispersion that way. But I mean, I put it on and it matches your skin tone fairly closely. And then as you're rubbing it in, so say you have some scarring or some discoloration, it really just smooths over that and makes it a more even skin tone. So I will say a spray tan will do a lot of those similar things. This just goes the next step. So it's basically like makeup for the legs, spray on makeup. That's exactly what it is. Okay. And it works. It's not going like to cover foundry. your tattoos or anything. Uh-huh. So like, it's not like it's a sheer coverage. It's like definitely something that just it looks like, like she said, it looks like you have pantyhose on. Like when you have that effect of that really smooth fabric over top of your legs, it makes them look perfect. And this is very similar. And then the cleanup afterwards, does it just wash away like a spray tan or is it more like a film? Yeah, well, it washes away even better than spray tan because your spray tan will essentially just fade away over time. Mm-hmm. This will wash off. Um, so once you're in the shower, if you don't have a spray underneath it, you can go ahead and scrub it. But you will need to use some elbow grease to get it all off. Okay, cool. And then oh, do you know where where did you buy it when you bought it? I, I mean, I bought it at a drugstore. I think most drugstores have it. And I think they've even – gosh, I don't even want to say. This is like 10 years ago I used it. I'm so old. I'm sure they'll probably 10 years ago, I use it. And so I'm sure that they have expanded their line of colors. Yeah. And I'm sure the formula is even better now. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, great. So if to just kind of put a bow around all this, I mean, there's pretty much a hack for everything. And uh, we'd love to hear your hacks. Like if, um, you know, go find our posts on um, Instagram and, you know, share it away so we can continue to read and share our knowledge together. Um, and additionally, Jesse, if the girls wanted to work with you specifically um, about training for, for the next pageant, how would they be able to do that? Yeah, they'd be able to do that by visiting pageantplanet.com backslash box. If you've been listening to our podcast, you know it's super exciting that all of our coaching memberships also include the box. So you not only get great coaching, but you also get 
goodies delivered to your door every month. So pageantplanet.com backslash box, and that will direct you through all the different VIP options. And, you know, if you're listening to this, I, I just really encourage you. It might seem like a small thing, but if you could, just on the review section, if you found some benefit in it, just give us a five-star review. I know it seems small, but it really does help us keep the program going. Outside of that, have a successful week. Thank you.